Hello, good crowd. We are really fortunate today. We have with us Sachin Chowdhury, who is the founder and CEO of Trust Circle, uh, a, a company, an enterprise, a social venture that is intended to address a global mental health crisis around the world. So stick around. You don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show with your champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Please support the sponsors who made this episode possible, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd and GoodCrowd.School. Sachin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we Welcome to the show. Thank you, Devin. Pleasure is all mine. Well, you know, the pleasure is ours. So, uh, Sachin, I wonder if you would take just a minute and give people a quick overview of Trust Circle. Sure. So Trust Circle is a social enterprise, Devin, that is on a mission to improve emotional resilience and well-being for all by focusing on prevention and early intervention. Brain, as we all know, is a physical organ in our body. However, mental illness, the world doesn't treat it as a physical illness, which is quite ironical, correct? So also, we as humans are not taking enough care of our mental health vitals, we have come to that you know, inflection point where we know and understand that yes, measuring footsteps, blood pressure, you know, is important for us so that we can get alerted on time or before time and then we can take proactive action. But what about the mental health vitals such as stress, anxiety, depression, satisfaction with life, burnout, that are silently you know, inching you closer to the edge? Nobody understands that, that that needs to be measured as well so that if they are alerted before time, they can take proactive action. Even heart, you know, when we have issues with that organ, we are alerted with some physical pain. But red brain, unfortunately, there are no signs of physical pain. You only realize it when you flipped over. So in nutshell, we are trying to empower individuals and organizations with data so that they can understand which they own and they can understand with that data what are the risks and when they can take action. Well, it's a vitally important work that you're doing. You. you came at this from your experience growing up in India, right? Correct, yes. How did that frame your approach to this? Yeah, um, this goes back, I'll take you, know, um, you and the audience back in time. So 1994, when I was about 17 um, and my younger brother uh, was around 11 and a half, 12, we as a family got a distress call one day that um, this happy-go-lucky boy is not, you know, um, having a good time because he's crying for almost like three, four hours, which is unusual. Um, and he was top of his ranks. He was absolutely brilliant kid. Um, we as family were surprised, shocked, rushed, and without any delay, the family took him to the primary care physician. We were surprised that the primary care physician, you know, obviously was baffled as well, and then was referring us to a psychologist. And eventually, in the sole process, at one and a half months, we were sitting in the private psychiatrist's office in India, northern part of India. After three hour long wait, we got three minutes, and in those three minutes, he was put on very heavy antipsychotics and was diagnosed with a mental health issue. This was the time when our family actually went into the black hole and one and a half years into this journey, I lost my ground as well because I was personally 
not able to handle all the stigma that was around this illness, not able to help myself, my brother, my family, wasn't sure how all of a sudden this family has slipped into, you know, on a slippery slope. Eventually, when I had nothing left on my side, I took a walking pilgrimage uh, to one of the holy places in India, in northern part of India, which is almost like 14 kilometers uphill hike. Um, 70 percent into this journey, I meet a yogi. I share my pain. I cry. I, you know, was not sure. I was looking for some wisdom. This yogi transformed my life by saying, Sachin, if you really want to find purpose of your life, go back to your wounds. And you're already there. That was so profound. I was able to realize and reflect back on that wisdom to understand that probably my brother is not a victim, but a lucky individual because he's surrounded by those who care for him. Million others are not even in his shoes. Or for that matter, um, when we were in the waiting room all the time, or we still are whenever I'm with my brother in the hospital, I realized that this is the most frustrating and depressing place, right? This was all before that yogi gave me that wisdom. But all of a sudden, I start seeing that environment as a blessing in disguise because these are the people who are on the same path as I am or as my brother or my family, some ahead, some behind. And if we start sharing, learning and, you know, connecting with each other, we can learn and, and find hope and start living at peace. So I realized all these patterns very, very uniquely through this personal experience. So I, over the last 25 years, have understood that there are core three Ps which are missing. For example, prevention, the first P, prediction, the second P, and participation, which is the inclusive community support. If we build a solution which is platform or device agnostic, in other words, hardware or software agnostic, and can include all these elements or patterns which I've observed, which are missing in the ecosystem, and we can apply a public health approach towards it, wherein everyone can access this solution free for life, then we can actually build something which is a game changer. And that's what Trust Circle, you know, inspiration or foundation is through the over 25 years of my personal university. <clears throat> this is really powerful. I, I wonder if you'd help me picture a case study. I, so I'm, I'm picturing uh, a 16 year old girl living in Luanda, Angola. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there is, you know, some infrastructure around her, but probably the stigma, the whole thing, she's got a phone, yeah. not a lot of money, probably. How would you see her interacting with this device? And if she had a mental health crisis, how would she use it? How would she and her community use the, your system to, to cope and address the situation? Right. So what we've done, Devin, is we've first of all thought of the last, uh, you know, three billion people on the pyramid who actually will have very little resources. But one thing they will surely have is a mobile phone. Um, eventually. So now this girl in, in this region, assuming she can read and write uh, uh, right now, uh, but eventually we'll have voice interaction as well. Um, so people who even who are illiterate can actually access, you know, the solution very easily uh, through voice over NLP and all that technology and AI. But right now what this, you know, girl would do is we are partnering with governments, um, starting with India, and then we'll be taking over other parts of the world 
Now, assuming government has actually given this app to the community or through the mobile operator, the app is free, it's on the phone. So this individual, this girl will be anonymous by default. Very simple account creation is required. Uh, wherein only two fields are required. One is the username, which is an alias, like 123 or 123 at gmail.com. Once you are in the system, you're actually part of this ecosystem, which is Trust Circle. What she will do is she will actually take these free assessments for satisfaction with life, you know, depression, anxiety, um, burnout. And what the system does is every time she interacts with the you know, um, system or takes this you know, clinically validated questionnaire, system is plotting a graph in the background for her. So in other words, if, if she takes 10 assessments in a day or in a month or you know, in three months, the system is giving her a visual timeline and you know, telling the individual that you're inching closer to risk or you're doing really well. If you're inching closer to risk, these are the self-guided interventions, these are the resources, so that the individual becomes more informed and also not panic unnecessarily. So you don't have to rush to the doctor, you are okay, everyone else experiences this, you just have to relax, you know, take, take a walk, uh, be with your friends, all that stuff. Now, that's just one part of the equation. So she's building her own data, which she owns, she controls, and she's anonymous. Now, whenever she's compromised her health, God forbid, then she can go to this provider or a therapist or a counselor. She, when this individual, let's say, Devin, you're the therapist and I'm that girl or that individual, I come to you and you're seeing me for the first time. You have no history of my you know, emotional health. What I will do is I will press a button on this phone or in this app, and you will see those visual timeline of my mental health vitals. Now, all of a sudden, I've empowered you as a therapist or a counselor with my data, which only I had access to, to understand what I've been going through. And now you can make better judgments about me. So now what is happening here with Trust Circle, all these providers who've trusted, who are aware of Trust Circle are actually changing their behavior and they're telling these individuals or their caregivers that when you come back after three months, bring us the depression charting or stress charting or satisfaction with life charting so that visually we can see in between the visits, what were the trends of your mental health vitals so that we can be more informed and make better decisions. Now this girl also not only has built this data, but she can find peer-to-peer -peer support. So she now on the Trust Circle platform can indicate that she cares about happiness, peace, family, friend, friendship, you know, uh, stress, anxiety. All she's doing is just indicating her preferences. And on the platform, this, the behind the scenes, the system is curating everyone around the world who matches her preference and then forms a circle of trust around her. So she will now be surrounded by those individuals who care about one or more preferences that she cares about. And when she interacts, they see, when they interact, she sees, and they can start building those connections without even knowing each other. This is exactly what I experienced in the waiting room. When I was there, I didn't know anyone, but we were connected by a common thread, right? Because we were going through the same pain. So that's how Trust Circle is built based on the personal experiences, which basically dissects all these patterns and then converts them into a solution which is very meaningful and important, which is missing link in the, in the, in the world right now. If you really look at the world and how healthcare work, it actually is not a healthcare system, it's a sick care system. 
you get sick, you go back to the provider, they prescribe you something or they give you you know, guidance, and then there is a disconnection. You come back again and it just goes on and on and on. Every so, time you're sick. <laughs> That's every right. Every time you're sick. They're just managing the illness. Yes. If you can really focus on empowering the individual, building them that continuum of care between the visits, surround them with you know, people who can empower them to live a holistic life, then we can actually heal them internally. And, and I believe 99% of the healing happens outside of the clinic and 1% happens with, and which is very, very important but the medical world and the non-medical world has to come together in this, in this part, you know, to, to finally make it happen. Well, this has really been a, a great outline. I really appreciate you sharing kind of how this works because it really yeah. helps to clarify what's going on. As you look back, uh, what are you most proud of having accomplished so far? Well, I think uh, we are still dropping the ocean. There's miles, miles to go before, before I or my team sleeps. Uh, we're really proud about, you know, uh, finding a purpose and path in life. Uh, we're really proud about um, empowering individuals who've come back to us and said that, you know, and these are not just individuals, uh, but the caregivers or the providers or the researchers who, who believe that this is highly underserved in any crowd area and it touches everyone. Um, the world, you know, wants to ignore such a problem, but if we can bring it up front and we can, you know, try and fight this invisible enemy, which is stigma, all together and bring parity between mental health and physical health, you know, very, very few champions are doing that. So to be honest, I think we, we really believe that, you know, as a team, we either move this mountain or die trying. That's the kind of passion and that's the kind of zeal we carry um, as a team. Um, but at the same time, we also are very proud of, you know, the path we've covered thus far. And, and we're blessed to have influencers, partners, and, and our customers who, who believed in our vision and our passion and our intent to solve and take on this global challenge um, and, and work it out step by step in, in collaboration. Um, I hope that, um, you know, world governments primarily with support of United Nations uh, with their sustainable development goal is, is bringing that energy into the ecosystem uh, where, you know, goal number 3.4 and sustainable development goals is all about reducing mental health burden globally by one third. So our hope is that we can actually serve that goal of United Nations um, in collaboration with governments, in collaboration with private, you know, and public partners because together only we can tackle this crisis as trust circle, you know, we will be um, handcuffed and feet cuffed also if we do not collaborate. So I think collaboration is the key for us and that's what we are doing and that's what we are proud of. You've been working with some extraordinary people. You're an Ashoka fellow, you've co collaborated with WHO and other really important people in global public health and social venture entrepreneurship space. What are the key lessons you've learned? Uh, the key lessons that I've learned so far um, is as a team, we can move this mountain. As a team, we can truly bring change uh, and, and probably wake up the governments, you know, across borders, within the regions, whether it's state, district, or in country level. 
Um, I believe what we've learned is, you know, as, a, as an organization, we are too small to make a difference, but still we can empower millions uh, and can build this movement which can truly live longer or you know, create a legacy. So whether we were working with governments, whether we were working with private sector or public sector or researchers, we found pain points are the common pain points. Everybody cares. Uh, it's just that their attention is on um, many um, different areas which are more you know, symptom-based approach. But as soon as you bring their attention to the root causes in terms of awareness, in terms of uh, bringing mental health as a core curriculum in education system or in corporations, bringing it top down uh, where emotional well-being is given importance, things truly can have a very, very meaningful impact, not only on bottom line, but on the you know, productivity as well of the employees or, or students uh, or youth. So what we've learned is that the patterns are common. What everyone needs to focus on, focus on is, instead of just trying to hit the symptoms and cure the symptoms and, and serve the, you know, the illness, try and see if people are not becoming ill in the first place, right? Um, because generally it's not the individual's fault, it's the environment that the individual is in that pulls the individual down. So, so the biggest learning is um, helping individuals who are in this you know, um, slippery slope try to fix the environment and not the individual. If you fix the environment, not only the individual, but people around him also gets involved. And that's what we've been trying to, you know, um, shift the focus, working with these governments, because they all care, but they're not sure where to start and where to focus on. And what we're saying is that if you follow the data-driven approach and follow one of the products that we have as Insights, which allows, you know, AI and predictive analytics to be, you know, shown in a very, very simple, you know, format in a dashboard to the administrators of the organization, what we're saying to the organization, city, county governments is just take a look at this data and understand the demographics, age groups, gender, you know, who is at risk and what are they affected by? And then just deploy your limited resources to focus creating awareness around that specific issue, which is impacting the most. And then now you will see a change in the environment and then eventually that would trickle down into, into the, you know, individuals um, in terms of, positive impacts or ripples. Because generally what is happening is if a suicide happens in a school or, you know, or in a neighborhood, then people, not only they start judging the individual, the family, or, you know, um, you know, the, nobody understands why this has happened in the first place, right? And it can happen to anyone. So that's what we're trying to say. If you do not have data, you will not be able to take meaningful actions and you will not be able to predict what is gonna happen. And hence, if Trust Circle can empower you through data, you should be able to not only um, deploy more capital or resource, whether it's human, whether it's you know, intellectual, whether it's financial, you, you need to have some underlying um, you know, basis for your decisions. Um, and that's what we are empowering. And the missing gap that we've learned is that whether you take you know, developed or developing countries, there is no uh, mental health heat map or no data based on which the decisions are taken in this area. And hopefully we can bridge that gap. Yeah. 
Sachin, what is your superpower? <laughs> so, uh, Devin, um, there are many, actually. Uh, my wife, <laughs> my son. Um, and in, in this case, you know, I would also say that uh, when you're closer to pain, um, sometimes it pulls you down, but sometimes it becomes, you know, your force as well. Um, so I'm so closer to the pain that it doesn't let me sleep. Uh, it doesn't, the only way it helps, you know, I can help myself is by when I'm working for this cause, because that's what gives me that gratification that I've done my part and I've done my best and, you know, nature will take care of the rest. So, um, so clarity is, is probably another, you know, force. I am clear that this is an underserved, ignored area and, that's why after graduating from Wharton Business School and having the, you know, um, as a developer, I was able to marry my skills into uh, my personal experience, which is very, very important. So I feel like I'm just not, you know, trying to find my path. I'm just trying to make my path where there is no path. Um, and I'm clear that there has to be a path in this area. Um, and hopefully um, this clarity and this passion and this intent is heard by millions and, and, and people who have capital, who have the pulse and heart for this cause can step forward and, and take this mission to the next level. Excellent. Well, Sachin, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Before you go, would you take just a minute and tell people how they can learn more about Trust Circle and how they can connect with you? Absolutely. So if you really Google trust circle is one word, you'll get, you know, everything around it. But the website is trust circle, T-R-U-S-T-C-I-R-C-L-E dot C-O, just co. Trustcircle.co is the website. They can reach me out at suchin at trustcircle.co. Um, when, when they go to trust circle, you know, the platform is available live for free for everyone around the world. They can actually just click on the mobile app link. Uh, if you're using iOS, Android, the platform works on any device, which are independent of your hardware and software. So just click on that mobile app. You, they do not have to go to Apple Store or Google uh, you know, Play Store. Uh, we're using a technology which actually is very, very lightweight, doesn't take any memory on your phone. Uh, it creates the you know, web app icon of Trust Circle um, by following those steps. Um, which are there on the website when you click on the mobile app and that's it. Once you have the mobile app, you should be able to just get in and start using the product uh, for yourself. Uh, if you're part of the organization, then the organization, uh, we have to work and partner and then we can white label the solution for the organization and they can then deliver that to their community uh, for free. We can work we right now in, in, in partnerships with corporations, health insurance companies, also in discussions with health systems, or you know, we are also in 20 plus schools, colleges, universities, and one of the regions in India. So in other words, because mental health and emotional well-being is, is everyone's concern and everyone should be thinking about it, whether you're an independent you know, family, corporation, entity, government, and trust circle solution should, should be adding value to you. And you're very, very um, fortunate to get feedback from researchers globally, independent, you know, our families, individuals, but we're really looking forward to, you know, making sure that 
you know, people who can benefit can give us feedback. If not, there, there are some glitches which may be there. We would love to know that so that we can fix as a team very, very fast for you. Fantastic. Well, Sachin, again, thank you so much for joining us. We wish you every success in stemming this mental health crisis that is really growing globally. Thank you, Devin. It's truly an honor to be in the space and energy of you and, and the audience. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Now, let's do some good. Thank you. Take care. A Caring Crowd, we believe everyone has the power to make a difference. Through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization, volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us, because caring is where change begins. At goodcrowd.school, 5% of what you pay to learn how to make a difference goes to nonprofits working to eradicate extreme poverty, improve global health, and reverse climate change by 2045. So when you take a course to learn how to change the world, you do change the world. Get started at goodcrowd.school today. Thanks for tuning in to the Your Mark on the World show, the Social Impact Podcast. Please subscribe via YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Mm -hmm.